Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. We're recording. Recording. Yay. Hi, everybody. Hi, guys. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. We're two black-ass girls and fade the whitest show on earth. Bachelor in Paradise. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And we just watched the finale. Yes, it's over. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. <laughs> Guys, this was a lot. It was a lot. Four hours is just a yeah. lot of Bachelor to consume. Yeah. Too much tea and Colton for my liking. <laughs> I'm done with Crystal and Chris. Yeah. Just a lot of people that I'm just, I'm glad that the journey is over yeah. with them. For you know, sure. I can just watch them from the comfort of Instagram. <laughs> um, <laughs> What are your, so what are your overall thoughts? This was your first Bachelor in Paradise, Justine. Yep, ever. Ever watching one episode, let alone a whole ass season and then recapping right. it and analyzing it in depth. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> um, Bachelor in Paradise works way better than either The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know how they can make this. Like, I don't know why they bother with things like Winter Games when they can do Bachelor in Paradise twice. True. Yeah, you know? I think Winter Games, they were trying to, like, test it out. Like, yeah. Like, something new. But, um, and I think they're bringing it back. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I didn't think it, the Winter Games was that great or effective because it was, like, 15 days long, and so it didn't really yeah, work. Yeah, um, just way too quick. Yeah, it was, it was whack. But, um, I thought there was some great love stories in there and also some really great... Um, kind of lessons about men and how they work. On Paradise. Yeah, on Paradise. Ew. Yeah. yeah, some good themes came up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Definitely good themes about friendship, too, about female friendship and male friendship. I yeah. think it was really interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, but what did you think? I, my overall thoughts. So, it was very interesting to see how... Chris and Crystal were, like, the only couple who didn't go through... They didn't go through a lot of, like, trials and tribulations. They were, like, the easiest, breeziest couple, which is so weird to say. (laughs) Because they're both, like, villains. They're both there for the redemption story. And by the end, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so happy for (laughs) y'all. I never thought I would say that. 
I fucking hate Chris. But by the end, I was like, oh shit, he's tearing up. He found love. This seems like real. Um, it, that was just interesting to see because every other couple crashed and burned by the end. Yep. Some of them came out alive afterwards after the reunion, but they a lot of them have been going through it. Mm-hmm. But Chris and Crystal squeaky clean <laughs> came out. I thought that was just that within itself was just an interesting like fucking insight. Mm-hmm. For um, sure. Another thing I wanted to say about this season. So this season wasn't my favorite Mm. and i think filming the bachelor is only going to get more difficult now that we're in the age of like instagram yeah social media for sure social media there were so many people on this season that were obviously there for fame it was so obvious yeah fame and followers you have I mean, Jen and Jordan, we're going to talk about them, but they ain't shit, as we've come to find out. Um, Leo, Camille. Oh, my God. Both there for fame, whatever the hell they was trying to do with that. Um, Robbie coming in Mm -hmm. so last minute. Jordan from New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you doing here? Like, so many random people who, they're obviously not there for love, which kind of takes away from the integrity of the show. Mm Mm-hmm. And the show that takes itself so seriously and, like, prides itself on, like, you know, the weddings and babies yeah. and all this stuff. And yet you have a whole beach full of people who ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> and we're wasting... So many of the guys were not, just not shit. They wasted so many yeah. of these women time. Mm-hmm. And not to say that some of the women, <clears throat> Jenna, wasn't there right. for fame and fortune as well. But it's just... It's going to be hard watching the show moving forward, just knowing that we're in the age of Instagram where people... They're there for love, but they're also there to get something else out of it. Yeah. And so, yeah. That's that. That was like one little icky thing about it. But mm-hmm. otherwise, it's been fun. Oh yeah, definitely, fun definitely fun. Yeah. All right. So okay, a couple things, guys. Before we get into the recap, we have so many exciting announcements. <laughs> I'm so excited. First and foremost, we have new microphones. Oh, this shit. We are crispy. This sounds. We are no longer in a wind tunnel. <laughs> we are. <laughs> At least I hope so. I'm not listening back to this shit. Yeah, sounds shit. terrible. But <laughs> we got new microphones, y'all. Mm-hmm. So we're hoping to provide some better sound quality. We appreciate all of y'all sticking through. Yeah. I've listened back to some of them episodes. <laughs> like, goddamn. I but know. We know the content's good, but the, the sound wasn't always there. <laughs> but, you know, thanks for riding through. We got uh-huh. some new mics for y'all and very excited. Update the Reddit thread. I know that's a, a popular comment in the Reddit thread yes. that our sound quality is terrible. <laughs> so I'm going to Reddit and please update. <laughs> Let them know that we, we doing all right now. Mm-hmm. Um, second very exciting announcement, y'all. We have merchandise! We have become those people. <laughs> we are selling merch. We have t-shirts Tank tops, sweatshirts. My personal favorites are the mugs, mugs. and the tote bags. Mm-hmm. Love them both. You guys, you have to go to www.teespring.com, T E E spring.com, slash two black girls, one rose, and order your merch. I'll put it in the, Shout the out description every- box too. Yes, we'll have all that in the description box. Yeah. Shout out to everyone who's already bought their merch. I'm yeah. very impressed. All we did was announce this on Twitter, and people have already purchased things, so that's, that's so very awesome. excited. You guys are the true 
two black girls, one rose MVPs. (laughs) So shout out to y'all. But seriously, guys, like, if you want us to continue this podcast, Mm -hmm. help us grow, support the two black girls community, listen to us spill bachelor tea while you sip some tea on your two black girls, one rose mug. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Parade around your office with your little mug. Please do. Introduce people to this fabulous podcast. You could be that person. Everyone loves to be that person to introduce somebody to someone, to something Something new. new. Yep. Exactly. You know, I'm sure there's some girl in your office who loves the bachelor. Oh yeah. I'm going to be very excited. Or guy. Mm -hmm. That's true. Or guy. A lot of single guys out there love this. Mm -hmm. And married guys. We got a lot of married men. actually. A lot of married. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of Bachelor fans out there. People will be very, very appreciative of you introducing them to this fabulous podcast. Mm-hmm. So please, purchase your mug. Purchase your tote bag. Purchase your t-shirt. Buy a big old t-shirt. Everybody needs a new t-shirt to wear to bed. Get one. <laughs> With our faces on it. www.teespring.com slash two black girls, one rose. Send us pics of you and your merch. <gasps> oh my God, please do. Or even better, oh. and this leads me to our third announcement, <laughs> take a pic of yourself sporting your merch and tag us on Instagram because we're now on Instagram. Oh. <laughs> Which I'm sure some of you may have seen from our uh, one little meme that uh, went crazy. Yeah, we have one. We posted one picture that just blew the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I literally posted it. I went and, like, washed my hair or something, came back, and that shit was just blown up. I was like, what is happening? Um, But we're on Instagram, you guys. Our handle is the number two black girls, the number one rose. Black is spelled all the way out, so that's different from our Twitter. Mm -hmm. Um, But our Twitter feed, you already know, is lit, and we decided to just continue the party over on Instagram. Yeah. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, Stop with your doing what you're doing. Stop what you're doing. Grab your phone. Open Instagram. Search two black girls one rose and click follow. Yep. Appreciate you. And then screen grab it and tag us in your story. Thanks, love you. <laughs> exactly. Take three seconds. And it would help us tremendously. Yeah, so much. So let's Keep supporting us and letting us grow this community. Mm -hmm. Um, Fourth announcement. We've already told you guys. Next week, we will be recording our deep dive episode. One of two. Mm -hmm. It's a two-parter. Deep dive into themes from Becca's season of The Bachelorette. Um, As we said, those themes are talking about everyday bigots, the Garrett's of the world, Next is toxic masculinity, because mm-hmm. we saw a whole lot of that on Becca's season. <laughs> um, the third theme is dating the nice guy. Fourth theme is people and their words, you know, people and their empty ass words. I've seen a lot of that on this, on Bachelor in Paradise as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's a crossover theme there. Um, fifth theme is what we call something old, something new. So dating... Someone that you're familiar with, feel comfortable with, versus taking a risk and dating something new. Um, And then as we said before, we're following up the deep dive episode with a mailbag episode. Yay. Yay. Um, We want you guys to send us your dating, relationship, work, life, Mm -hmm. just Friendship. 
everything. friendship, everything, questions that you have, um, and then we'll be on the podcast answering your emails and providing you with some insight, some wisdom, some advice that I will try to dish out to you. <laughs> Um, and then we have another exciting announcement. Another one. We will be having a special guest mm-hmm. on the mailbag episode. This special guest is a man. Yep. And he is very well loved. A so, straight one. A straight man. Yep. <laughs> Opposed to all the gay men in Bachelor Nation. Like, what? <laughs> Still waiting for the the spinoff. Oh yeah, uh, Bachelor with you know, or Bachelor with a gay season and a lesbian season. Mm-hmm. Would love to watch it. Um, but yeah, we'll be having a special male guest that you guys all love, mm-hmm. um, helping us with the mailbag questions. So you definitely want to get your questions into us, so you can get our perspective as well as this beloved man's perspective as well. <laughs> Send us your emails, keep them short, but keep them, or make them juicy. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah, our email. What's our email, Justine? So our email is the number two black girls, the number one rose at gmail.com. Yes. Um, can I just, this is totally off topic. Yes. But before we get into more Bachelor stuff, on a separate note, Insecure this Sunday, Justine. We haven't really talked about it. (laughs) Sorry, we're having a moment on the podcast. Yeah. Because I did not really talk to Justine about this. Insecure's Coachella episode on Sunday. It was the best episode of any television show I've seen in easily (laughs) 10 years. Damn. Like a scripted TV show that from start to fucking finish was so good. Good. So well written. Mm -hmm. It was hilarious. Kelly had oh me rolling. Kelly. Kelly on the edibles. <laughs> Molly on Molly. On Molly. Yeah, Molly <laughs> At squared. the bar, talking about her mess of a life. <laughs> <laughs> to that guy, that show was hilarious. <laughs> Issa and her new man. Yeah. I knew he was going to come back. I knew Homeboy from the party lip. And he on Instagram is really woke and dope. And I oh, always have to watch his videos two or three times because he's so fine that I get distracted. He's so fine. And you and I don't really say We're not about niggas. it. We're not about that light out nigga life, but he is fine. Yeah. That little sex scene they had, Ooh. that was a good one. Yep. <laughs> that was a good one. Came mm-hmm. alive. Um, it was just everything. Yeah. It was so good. It was excellent. They hyped it up, too, because it was like the Coachella episode. So I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be so exciting. Like, black people at festivals. You know, I love festivals. Mm-hmm. And it really, they really did it well. And in the end, we our, do, our fave, our problematic fave was back. And then, yeah, spoiler mm-hmm. alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yep. Lawrence came back. <laughs> 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 Lawrence, as soon as I saw his friend, yep. I knew he was there. Chad. As soon as I saw that trifling friend, you saw he was sipping the soda, too, oh, when he looked at Issa. <laughs> to the motherfucking stuff. Yup. And then fucking Lawrence came around the corner. Lord have mercy. We get a lot of people who ask us to recap. Every week people ask us, why aren't you recap Insecure? Because sometimes we definitely live tweet. Oh, yeah. Insecure. Because <laughs> it's fun. Why not? Um, but yeah, a lot of people ask us, why don't we recap Insecure? We want to hear you guys' perspective on Insecure. Yada, yada, yada. Here's what I have to say to you guys. Rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> Buy some merch. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, 
Facebook, tag us in your stories, mm-hmm. help us grow this podcast, support us so we can grow and then we can grow and do other shows. Yeah. But until then, we got The Bachelor. Until you buy some merch and you tag us in your Instagram story and you do the things. Yes. And we have a lot to say about Insecure. So much to say. I yeah. mean, we're going to have a whole conversation offline. Oh, but, yeah. But just needed to just say that because it was sitting on my spirit. Mm. I feel like I had to. Agreed. Just burst out with that. <laughs> um, okay. Justine. Yes. Do we have some church announcements? We do. Yay, whip out your program. So, um, shout out to everybody who have already emailed us your questions. Um, you guys are a little bit ahead of the game. We're recording that episode on the 22nd. So you have about a week and a half to get your questions in. Um, and I guess we'll put the topics in the description, too, mm-hmm. just so you yep. guys, like, remember. Um, but get your questions in, because I am really excited to have two black girls and a straight guy answer these questions i think they'll be really good Mm -hmm. um so definitely your love and relationship questions really looking forward to those and the work questions will be really interesting too get your questions in Mm -hmm. um and shout out to whitney who emailed us who's a teacher shout out to all the teachers who email us with full theses on all these topics that we don't know about um such as the armenian genocide that she emailed us about yeah i really appreciate that email though, yeah because it was super uh informative mm-hmm. and historical and just educated me real quick yeah <laughs> yep mm-hmm. yeah it was really really good so whitney shout out to you um also shout out to karen who bumped into becca and garrett one yeah. of my worst nightmares um <laughs> out at um, a restaurant that she works at um mm-hmm. and said that they tipped well and mm-hmm. you know they didn't dine and dash. So, <laughs> shout <you> out. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> imagine the Reddit threads and the <laughs> Instagram stories and oh all the receipts and shit people would capture from that. Hilarious. So funny. But she did ask us, what would we do if we met some of these like bachelor people, whether they're contestants or the winners in real life? Like, would we say anything? Would we say hi? Would we say, like, oh, I love you from this show, but you're really just a regular person? <laughs> I'm not that type of person. Even when I see, like, like, sorry, but, like, actual celebrities. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. I, I told you the other day, I saw, or no, I don't know if I told you, but I was on the train and I saw, um, he was a character from House of Cards, Meacham. I don't know if you oh, ever watched shit. House of Cards. Yeah. He was right on my train car, literally two seats away from me. He was practicing his lines oh. out loud on the train. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> Everyone was looking like, who the fuck is this? And then I did a double take. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Meech, what's up? <laughs> like, we made eye contact twice. Oh. He definitely knows I know yeah. that I saw him. You yep. see all that. But I don't know. I just kind of see them and go on my way. I've never been that person who like has to run up and like say hi or do anything yeah like there's very few people that would make me starstruck the obamas yeah oprah beyonce that's Mm. probably it yeah yeah Yeah, the people who i would go like a week in the knees for like oh my god it's you yeah um yeah that's about it i don't know i don't know if i would take a picture or like ask like say anything to them just because i'm not so desperate to talk to them 
if that right. makes any sense. Like, there are some people, like, news people, like, if I saw, like, Melissa Harris Perry out, I would be like, oh, my God, and, like, want to mm-hmm. talk to her. Or, like, mm-hmm. Angela Rye or, like, somebody like that or, like, DeRay. Like, I would want to, like, talk to, like, get some Say of their something. energy. But, like, these people, mm. I'm like, oh, okay, hi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's cool. Like, from afar. But yeah. Don't feel the need to say something but it's like a cool sighting definitely text yeah, my friend definitely. like oh my god grocery store joe's like here oh, yo that's i cool. would well that that's a different story then i have to make an action plan if i saw grocery store joe <laughs> <That's true. laughs> um yeah joe peter that's true i might have to have like yeah. a plan of action mm-hmm. but uh beck and garrett yeah yeah no i would just walk on by yeah yeah any other church announcements that's it that's it for the week all right so we do have some Bachelor Nation news. Yes, some mess, some exciting things. Very exciting. Angela has moved right along into the arms of Clay. They are like a, an official couple. They're like Instagram official. Like the whole internet was going crazy over the weekend. Um, Rachel Lindsay, exciting news for her. She's set to be a guest host on ESPN's first take next week. Um, I don't watch ESPN. I'm not a sports person, so I don't know what this is, but very <laughs> exciting for her. It's really exciting. I'm glad she's got, like, steady work going. Yeah. And she said, um, I think she studied, like, either broadcast, journalism, or sports management or something. Oh, cool. In college. Okay. So this is, like, within her wheelhouse. Like, even though she's a yeah. lawyer by trade, like... This is, like, what she studied and, like, I guess her passion, her dream. So, oh, nice. Um, that's super exciting for her. Mm-hmm. Um, third tiny little news, Wells, bartender, Bachelor in Paradise. He did a little interview with Entertainment Tonight. Talked about some mm-hmm. behind-the-scenes stuff that went down. Um, one thing I took away, Kendall and Leo had talked before the show. Mm. And he said that a lot of people do that. They talk before the show. And we've mm-hmm. said that every episode, like... Looks like they know each other. Looks yeah. like they've talked before. Definitely seemed like Shoshana and Camille had a whole DM situation, which is why <laughs> yes. she was so attached to that man. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was one little tidbit. He also said that Leo was from, like, from Jump Street was there starting shit for cameras. Camille, Ugh. obviously another one there for cameras. So mm-hmm. pretty much confirmed everything that we were saying. Another overall thought for Bachelor in Paradise. Sorry, I have to just put this in Mm because I forgot. Portraying yourself and becoming a villain on a show like Paradise is much more difficult and you get put into a much worse light than it is on Bachelor or Bachelorette. How so? Because I think that because you have to be such a dick in a relationship... (laughs) versus just being a dick to like people Uh, of the same sex and you're all heterosexual it's different it's a different connotation and like different how people see you and people i think may make more excuses for people Mm -hmm. when they are single and like in a certain environment like in that kind of pressure cooker environment of the bachelor bachelorette it's Mm -hmm. much more understandable to be a villain good but in these situations where uh leo was just running around the pool asking who's the rat nah you just look crazy Right, and then treated Kendall like garbage. Like, like garbage. You just, yeah, being a Bachelor in Paradise villain, villain? you just like, are a bad person. <laughs> like, yeah, what's the point of that? What's the point of this? Ugh, oh my anyway, God. sorry. Um, speaking of just <laughs> pure nonsense and <laughs> people going on TV for fame, 
Um, big news that hit today, I think. I mean, we got mm-hmm. a shit ton of emails, tweets. Everybody was sending it to us. Um, Reality Steve broke some news on Jordan and Jenna and how Jenna in particular was there for money and fame and not in love with Jordan and the whole thing's fake. all. (laughs) All proven by some screenshots of texts with a guy that she's been dating like (laughs) on the low ski like (laughs) who has time for all of this you have to juggle all these people right yeah juggling all these people and just a mess so reality steve who his shit is like for real like yeah yeah he he breaks some real ass shit behind the scenes and scandals and stuff and he verifies his stuff so he was reached out to by some man who Claimed to have been dating Jenna, and the guy sent a whole bunch of screenshots um, of Jenna texting him, basically saying that her relationship with Jordan isn't real, and mm-hmm. that she was just using him for her business. She's there for the money. She doesn't like Jordan, better yet, even <laughs> love him. She's going to break up with him and blame him, so it looks bad for him, and just mm. a whole slew of just craziness. It sounds like Jordan's not really in on the plan. So yeah. Surprisingly, like, Jordan's like a victim here. Right. <laughs> like, I was like, how are you scheming like this and you don't have a plan together? Right. Like, the two of them should have linked up and created a whole thing. But yeah. homegirl's in this on her own and got poor Jordan over here, who's legitimately in love with this girl. Like, this oh, man yeah. is in love, for real. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it was is not looking good for Miss Jenna at all. Um, she, she hasn't updated her Instagram in one whole day, which for a, such a big press day as this, that's like, that's a big yeah, deal. Yeah, that means she's trying to figure out what the hell her statement's about to be. Yep. <laughs> so that just put a whole damper on <laughs> watching their love story unfold. Uh, okay. Um, but yeah, so that's that's the tea there. And that's all I got. Should we get into the recap? Let's go into it, friend. Dive into this recap. So we pick up this week. This is the final week of Paradise. We pick up from last week where um, Shoshana was left crying after New Zealand Jordan returns from his date with Cassandra. Mm -hmm. Tells Shoshana that he's going to pursue Cassandra. Um, The next day, Shoshana... She's in better spirits. She's at the bar with Wells. She looks happier. She's doing well. Meanwhile, Camille, the love of her life, <laughs> is off with Annalise, talking, still talking shit about Shoshana, how she burned his picture in the flat fire and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. At any rate, everyone is coupled off at this point. There's a lot of couples. Everyone appears, appears to be doing great. Joe and Kendall, Kevin and Astrid, Chris and crystal everyone's canoodling all that jazz um suddenly venmo john discovers a date card and it's for jordan and jenna finally yeah yeah they haven't had a have they gone on a date before they went on their first date like the first episode i think yeah a very long time ago so yeah um so jordan and jenna get a date card they go off on their date for their date they are taking engagement photos yeah i thought this was real weird very weird the concept was not a concept 
It wasn't a concept. <laughs> also, isn't this bad luck? Like, yeah, it definitely is. It definitely yeah, is. Like yeah. pretending, like doing engagement photos, putting on a wedding dress, putting on the dress. Bef- if you're not getting married, like I know for damn sure that's some bad luck. Oh yeah. I'm, yeah. I would never do that. Mm-mm, no, I would say, no, I'm not doing this. Nope. I don't want yeah. that bad juju. So, so yeah, they're taking engagement photos. Jenna says in her confessional at this point, everything changes afterwards, how she doesn't think she's ready to get engaged. Mm-hmm. And she says she's nervous about her feelings for Jordan and all that jazz, whatever, whatever. Um, but the photographer, you know, tells them, you know, we're gonna do an outfit change. And that's when she goes to the changing room and sees a fucking wedding dress <laughs> waiting for her. <laughs> like she comes out in the dress you know, she, of course, is feeling some type of way. This is just, like, an mm-hmm. emotional thing. A woman putting on a wedding dress, at least for me, like, yeah. I would feel very emotional, particularly if it's, like, fake. Like, I don't want to put on a wedding dress unless I'm, like, legitimately planning a wedding. And... Right. But then you're in this fake environment with this real person who you think you're in love with. But, right. like, are you? Because you don't really know them. <laughs> like, it's too much. Too much. It's too much. Way too much. The whole thing felt just, like, very uncomfortable for me. Personally, I would bow out of this date. I would flat out tell the producers yeah. I'm not doing this. Yeah, this I'd be not... like, no, straight to dinner. Yeah, like, straight nah. to dinner. Cut all this out. I'm not doing it. Um, so, yeah. So, she's, you know, she's going along with it. They put on she put on the dress and all that shit. Um, you know, she's questioning Jordan about her feel, his feelings for her. And, you know, he assures her. She does this all the time. She cries. Yeah. She questions yeah. something. And then Jordan just comforts her or reassures mm-hmm. her. Um so yeah, so that was their dates. Um, afterwards, Jordan and Jenna return to the island. I keep always saying to the island. They're not on a fucking island, are they? <laughs> no, I guess they're just in Mexico. Yeah, they're just on a beach. I always say they return yeah. to the island. So they return to the beach and they are raving about their dates. And then we have a new arrival. Why? Why do we have a new arrival? There's literally like 18 hours left of Paradise. <laughs> Until fantasy sweets. Yes. Why is Robbie here? Robbie. Robbie the cyborg, as I like to refer him to. Um, he is here in paradise. Robbie is from JoJo season. He made it to the bottom two or the top two, I want to say, mm-hmm. of JoJo season. Robbie was also on Bachelor in Paradise last year. He had a relationship with Amanda. Danton, I always say her name wrong. Oh, yeah. And then that shit crashed and burned because Damn. he cheated on her. And they had this whole moment on the reunion show. These pictures came out of him kissing <gasps> some other girl. Oh, my God. Then him and Amanda were in some Twitter wars over some nonsense. What? Very messy. Robbie is very clearly here for redemption mm-hmm. story of some sort but it's so fucking late that no one even gives a shit yeah there's no there's nothing to be had nothing to be had no one cares that you're here um just very unnecessary to bring him i feel like so he shows up jordan had me dying he said here comes the grim reaper which (laughs) is how i think of robbie he fucking freaks me out this dude um and so yeah he comes to paradise very anticlimactic like welcome no one gives a shit no and the girls are like ew it's robbie yeah (laughs) girls are not into it everyone's paired off like what like why is this happening oh yeah so he comes with a date card he obviously starts pulling girls 
Crystal's like, I'm with Chris, so... Chris wasn't so, even worried. Bye. Like, for the first no. time, I actually believed Chris when he said, I'm not worried. Yeah, yeah. Because... <laughs> and I also wasn't worried for Chris. No, exactly. <laughs> There's no way that Robbie's going to steal anyone at this point. Yeah. Um. And so Robbie, he pulls a whole bunch of people. It's just dumb because everyone's turning him down. And then finally... um. Well, first, he pulls Jenna and is trying to convince her. And then Jordan approaches Robbie and tells him that, you know, Jenna's my girl, so don't even try and go He there. lives for those moments, man. Lives for or those moments. Where he can, like, stomp with his two mm-hmm. big feet and say, that's my woman over right. there. <laughs> but I feel like, I mean, I feel like one of the reasons why Robbie is there is he's there to be, like, an antagonist to Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of looks Which like Jordan. Which isn't hard to do. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to do. He kind of looks like Jordan. Yeah. David's gone, so yep. now let's just send in another person to antagonize Jordan, get some sound bites <laughs> at him, like all that shit. Um so, so yeah, that happens. Robbie finally decides to ask Shoshana because she's literally the last girl left. <laughs> like I everyone know, is paired it's off. So so lonely. It's very lonely. For shush. Right. Um, so he asks her on the date and she finally says yes after turning down two fucking dates last week. Oh my week. god. <laughs> Finally says yes to a date. Um, and as you said before, none of the other girls are happy that Robbie's here. And yeah. Astrid 100% said it best, where she said, you know, people always say you can't turn a hoe into a housewife. Well, you can't turn a fuckboy into a husband. Mm. Snaps to Astrid. What a word. Ain't that the truth? So Robbie and Shosh go off on their date. Mm-hmm. Robbie is just spitting typical bullshit, just... Yeah, I didn't really see what they had in common or Nothing. what they were. It was so boring. So uh, boring. And they were just sitting there eating dinner, and then they heard music and started dancing. I was like, they couldn't make this a little more interesting for this man who's only going to be here for 12 hours. <laughs> right. They have no connection whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just talking bullshit about, you know, what he's looking for, yada, yada totally glosses over his breakup with Amanda. <laughs> like, definitely wasn't going to say that he cheated and had a whole Twitter war with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and Shoshana's like, yeah, you know, let's just leave everything in the past. You know, I want to start anew. And, you know, everyone should give, everyone should get to know Robbie. You know, give him a chance. You know, all that's, like, girl, bye. There's yeah, just making much... excuses yeah. for things that you don't even know about. You don't even <laughs> know about. All I need to know is... Because I know the girls in the island were immediately like, he ain't shit. That's all I need yeah. to know. I don't need to right. know for myself. I'll take your yeah. word for it, girl. Not good. Shosh want to be Captain save and go out here yeah. and like, sacrifice herself and go on this date trying to find a damn boyfriend. <laughs> and little does she know, he ain't shit. So, meanwhile, back on the beach, everyone's talking about how Robbie ain't shit. Mm-hmm. And um, Jordan said something I thought was interesting. He said, Robbie... Um, Robbie dated Amanda basically for like the social following. I forgot how he put it, but he said something Is about that why the social. His his job was social media influencer influencer. Yes, that was his. Yes, that was his job title last season, social media influencer. Because on last oh I totally forgot about this on last season, all Robbie would talk about was being an influencer. And yeah, oh, you know, when you're an influencer, you this. Kind of like how Jordan talks about being a male model all the time. He was talking oh. about that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he he oh, about wow. his he real about his uh 
Instagram. I'm here for it. Is clout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Jordan flat out said, like, Robbie, you know, followed Amanda or was with Amanda for social following. Um, and I thought that was interesting that they kept that in there, like, for editing. Mm-hmm. Because, like, any mention of people being on the show for followers, to me, doesn't look that good for the show. <laughs> right. That's what I was about to say. I'm like, uh, is that all they got? Because yeah. they, I'm sure this guy is a scumbag. Yeah. So they couldn't just get a little more out of it, but they kept that in, which is weird. Yeah, yeah, they kept that in, but I guess that's the image. That's the character they're painting of Robbie. He's yeah, the evil, you know, Instagram <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, meanwhile, everyone is coupled off. Cassandra is feeling a little left out um, because Eric is gone mm-hmm. and the yeah, Eric left. So she's just here chilling basically. Well, <laughs> no, it's Jordan allegedly. Oh, that's right. So Jordan pulls her aside and Kiwi Jordan, Kiwi Jordan. Yes. Pulls her aside and Cassandra, you know, desperately wants him to make a move on her. You know, Jordan's moving a little bit slower. Um, Cause he doesn't like her. Cause right. He don't really like her. <laughs> they got about 24 hours left. All of this is stupid. Why even start something at this point? Um, but anyways, he finally makes a move. He kisses her. Mm-hmm. He says he's happy that he's out of the friend zone, you know, yada yada. Kendall and Joe. Now, both Kendall and Joe admit that they're afraid of commitment. Yeah. Joe, he's starting to open up a little bit more. He tells, he says um, to Kendall, I like your soul. Um, and that he's scared of not seeing her every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... So this is, they're kind of like off on the day bit, just kind of canoodling, having their little alone time. And then he kind of makes a joke and says, you know, you never know. You know, maybe we get engaged. You know, ha 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 mm-hmm. Obviously lighthearted, obviously making a joke. Um, still kind of weird, though, because he's definitely serious about Kendall, so. Yeah, and, and the engagement possibility is also very serious. It's also very serious. So while it's obviously a joke, it's still like, eh, let's not joke about this. Yeah. So Kendall just freaks out at this moment. Yeah. Because um, between the joke of engagement and then I think she's starting to realize how serious Joe is for her. Mm-hmm. She just suddenly is just like in a very odd mood and just feeling weird. So after their conversation, she pretty much, like, leaves and goes to bed and just mm-hmm. leaves on a bad... They're left on bad terms, essentially. Like, she kind of shut down in the middle of the conversation. I he know. couldn't really get anything out of her, and she was just like, I'm going to bed. I know. I wonder why she was so hard to, like, pry and get out of, but I guess... I don't know. She was just in her head, I guess. Yeah, I think she was just totally in her head at that moment. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, time for the cocktail party. Um, and the women have the power this week. We have nine men... Eight women. So one guy mm-hmm. has to go home. Annalise is thinking she's getting engaged. She's talking. Yeah. <laughs> already. Big talk. Yep. Big talk. Kevin and Astrid are pretty solid. He, mm-hmm. Kevin tells Astrid, I love you so much. You make me feel so good. Olivia is, she's torn between John and Diggy. So she's mm-hmm. a little hot commodity this week. Diggy pulls her away. They have a little moment. Um, the trumpet player from their date like randomly appears. <laughs> Can I just tell you guys? So my 
parents usually don't bother with this show. By the end of this franchise, my father had his popcorn ready no. watching the show with me. Yes. <laughs> and he thought this was hysterical. The trumpet like every thing? time the trumpet player came on, he was like dying of laughter. Oh my so God. it hit a level of humor. I don't know who <laughs> it was hitting. I guess the dads, yeah. maybe the moms, did not hit me. Did yeah. not think this was funny at all. Not at all. I didn't chuckle at all. I was just like, nope. okay. And then they, they brought him up back again. Like, they kept bringing him with Yeah, they kept bringing him in. The trumpet like, player. Okay. That's what they, they do that on Paradise a lot, though. They, like, find these little random, corny, campy. <laughs> like gimmicks? Gimmicks, and they just yeah. ride it out, like, all <laughs> the way out. Like, last season, or t- last season or two seasons ago, they had someone who was, like, always talking to the crabs that are, like, around. Oh, yeah. I don't remember who it was, yeah. but, oh, there's someone to, like, having... It would be someone, like, drunk, just, like, talking to themselves, and they'd, like, <laughs> splice in a crab. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> like, God. It was a whole thing for the whole season. It's like, oh ridiculous. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, so her... Olivia and Diggy have a moment with their little trumpet player. Then John, Venmo John, steals her away, takes her to this r- very random-ass sunflower garden yeah, on the field. middle of the beach. What yeah. was that? <laughs> I didn't understand how he got this. And do sunflowers grow... Can things grow in sand like this? I I don't... I thought they were fake. They had they got to be Joanne's fake. fabrics. They... <laughs> They had to be. I don't geologically. I don't know how this works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never seen no sunflowers, big ass sunflowers, growing in no Mexican sand. Like, <laughs> but all right. So he brought it. He had his little date with Olivia over by the sunflower garden. Um, meanwhile, Shoshana, she had her one little date, her one, her one little dinner with Robbie, and now she already talking about she wants to be his girlfriend. Oh yeah, yep. Jesus, one date girl. Let's let's tone it down. Um, Olivia, I think her her and Shana seem to be like friends, like off the show. Yeah, they're always yeah. like off together, kind of kikiing. So Olivia, she pulls Shana aside and she was like, "Girl, I need to tell you about Robbie because <laughs> you were running up and down this beach looking hella dumb." So she tells her that Robbie cheated on Amanda, and mm-hmm. that his intentions. There's no way his intentions are pure. Like, yeah. this is not someone who, as a friend, I'm going to co-sign for you. So, And Shoshana's just in her confession like, oh my god, I can't believe it. I can't believe she's telling me this. This is crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, where have you been? Like, are- <laughs> Yeah. How crazy is this? He came at the last, the 23rd hour. Mm-hmm. And he, did you ask him what he did for a living? Right. And what are I you still doing don't know here what does. on the 23rd hour? Yeah. Looking for love for real? Are you for real? Let's be yeah, real. Yeah, right. How? How? How is this possible? Good Lord. So she hears this news from her friend. She decides to confront Robbie. She flat out asks him, like, have you ever cheated on anyone? And he says, yes. Mm-hmm. And then she says, she asks Amanda. And I didn't catch what he said. He it was like was, a mumble of something. Yeah, he, he ran around it. Yeah, he said like, Merp, and then went in and <laughs> said, well, it's in my past, blah, blah, blah. Like this typical, yeah. you know, shit people always say. A cheater response. The cheater response. <laughs> um, and yeah, kind of just, they ended that with like, it's in the past, like whatever, we'll move forward, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, 
everyone at this point has heard about the Kendall and Joe drama and how Kendall mm-hmm. stormed away and her and Joe were like not on good terms and everyone's talking about it. Everyone's freaking out over Kendall and Joe and what went down. So Kendall and Joe have another conversation. This was sad, guys. Mm-hmm. This, this was a little this sad. Yeah. So Kendall says to Joe, you know, last night when we were talking about the future, you know, it felt like it wasn't because we wanted to be together, but because we had to. This is already this just sounds like bullshit. <laughs> right. Because what do you mean we? What are you talking about? She definitely is talking about herself here. It was really Fully, obvious to me. Yes. She was talking just about herself and then trying to blame it on the both of them right. and like, oh, on the beach. Right. No, girls. That's how you feel. This is you trying to trying to use the royal we. And Joe was like, yeah. nah, girl, that's you. Stop. So she says, you know, I just don't know how you feel about me. And Joe fucking went in. He was like, yeah. you don't know how I feel. He's like, I haven't kissed or gone on a date with anyone else. Which is true. He's been by her side since day one. He said, I spend all day with you. I've been pulled on multiple side conversation with girls, you know, if they want to go on a date. And Mm -hmm. first word out of my mouth is Kendall. Like, so he's just like, you're, this is pure bullshit that you're talking right now. Talking about, I don't know how I feel about you. This is ridiculous. And then he said the reason how, why he hadn't expressed how he feels like in words or saying it plainly to her is because she's been saying to him that all her last boyfriends have suffocated her mm-hmm. and so he's been kind of tiptoeing the lines of not trying to give her her freedom basically yeah um and he said you know what the truth is you don't know how you feel about me mm-hmm. and from the minute you went out with leo that was pretty much evident to him and so Kendall, she's like, you know, well, a large part of me just doesn't know if we're, if we're making the right decision. And that's when he was like, you need to stop saying we. Like, it was driving him yeah. crazy. She kept using, yeah. like, the royal collective we. And he's <laughs> like, count me out of that shit. <laughs> like, yeah. This is your feelings. Own up to your feelings. He literally said, what if we get engaged tomorrow? Wink, wink. And you're talking about, I don't know how, you, how I feel about you. What? Yeah, what? How? How, oh. girl? Oh, oh my God. God. And so Joe just said, you know, we're just not in the same place. And Kendall, you know, well, I always thought you felt the same way as me. And he just flat out was just like, no, like, I'm not staying here. This is stupid. <laughs> like, I, I love how he did that. I love how he didn't, like, lay down and take it. He didn't come back crying and, like, say that, try to, like, win Olivia, <laughs> you know, like, oh God. try to just stay to stay. Mm-hmm. He was just like, you know what? This is stupid. I love you. You don't. And I got to go. And I got to go. That's it. Yeah. I think here, and I, I said this on Twitter, Kendall's love language, I think, yeah. is 100% words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. And Joe is a man of few words. Yeah. <laughs> And so yeah. that already is like a mismatch. Like they're not speaking each other's love languages. Languages. Right. Yeah. And so Joe, he's like, how can you not tell I love you? Like I spend all mm-hmm. my time with you. Like he's been showing her through actions, but for yeah. her, she needs the words. And so she wasn't getting that. And so in her head, she's like, I don't know how he feels about me. <laughs> and so just a lot of miscommunication and a lot of cross wiring there. Clearly. Mind you, their only date that they've had was with babies. 
Yeah, they never even had like a for real date. They never had like a nice date where they could dance under the moonlight, mm-hmm. so. But even still, they've been on the island by each other's side. I know. All damn day. They spent yeah. all day together getting to know each other. It, it, it's preposterous for Kendall to say <laughs> she does not know how Joe feels about her. Like, I, yeah, couldn't yeah, even, I couldn't even see her side not one bit. Yeah, I could. The only thing I could see was her fear of being like, after this, what's going to happen? Just because they've only been in this scenario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they've never been outside of even the island together. Mm-hmm. That's, you know. That's what she should have said, though. But saying, yeah. I don't know how you feel about me, that's just pure nonsense. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Joe was even, like, offended. <laughs> like, yeah, he's he looked offended. He looked offended. That's why he was like, you know what? I, I'm just going to go. I'm going home. This is stupid. Yeah. Um, so Joe heads home, like, just literally in that moment, just, like, boards the Suburban is out. <laughs> Kendall's left on the daybed, crying. Sobbing. Um, sobbing to them. And, um, you know, was talking to Astrid, saying, you know, I wish he had said these things to me, and, you know, all this stuff. And then, next thing, she's in the car, and she's going home. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. just, like, back-to-back Suburbans. Um... I feel like, so the mention of, like, fantasy suites and, you know, Bachelor in Paradise coming to end and Mm -hmm. it starting to feel real to people and now everyone's, like, freaking out at the last minute and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I I just, I'm not in this situation, so maybe I don't understand, but, like, I don't understand why everyone feels such this immense pressure when there's no rules to this thing. You don't have to get engaged at the end. You can literally right. just leave here and the agreement is let's keep talking and let's keep yeah. dating. Like, and that's, that's it. it. But it's just like the ending is coming and it's just like everyone is just catastrophic. Like, this is <laughs> life or death. Like, I don't know what decision to make. And it's like, do what John, I mean, we're going to get to it. John and Olivia, they just like skip down the beach. Like, all right, yeah. let's keep dating. See you. Like, yeah. <laughs> but everyone's just so in their head and. I don't know, I guess, like, you have to be there to understand, but I'm just, like, so flabbergasted by how... It must be. How everyone is... This is just, everyone's, like, feeling like they're making life-or-death decisions here. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, Joe and Kendall break up. No one fucking saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Very sad. Even the way it ended just kind of threw everyone for a loop. Yeah. Um, and so they're gone. So everyone on the island is, like, shocked. Yeah, bugging. Bugging out. And then we go into rope ceremony. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, everyone picks according to plan. Crystal chooses Chris, Astrid and Kevin, Shoshana and Robbie, Jenna and Jordan, Annalise and Camille, Cassandra and Kiwi Jordan. And the final person is Olivia, who's torn between John, Venmo John, and Diggy. Mm-hmm. And she chooses Venmo John. Which makes sense. She spent more time with him. Yeah. <laughs> Diggy right. literally just got here like next week or last week. Um, so yeah, we have to say goodbye to Diggy. Bye, Diggy. Bye, Diggs. It's been fun. Um, yeah. Oh, just so weird though. Just to pop in for two yeah, days, go home. That was so. I wonder if they told them too, because you have to tell your job something. Yeah. So I wonder if they told them like you're going to be here for max three days. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> right. <laughs> Probably not, because if they say that, then they're not going to go. Why would I take off work for three days? Like, Yeah, true. It's, but it's a free vacation in Mexico, maybe? That's true. It's free regardless. Yeah. Yeah. But, 
But yeah, I don't know. So <laughs> Diggy was here, and then he's not like later. And of course, as he's riding the car home, the trumpet player is sitting next to him. <laughs> and my father was howling like a hyena, <laughs> and, and I was like, "This is him. not funny." But okay, uh, that's hilarious. So the next morning, Kevin ordered. Did you hear this? Kevin ordered a very disturbing breakfast. What did he get? He got an eight egg omelet. Kevin. A full green bell pepper, bacon, and chicken. This <laughs> 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 is like a little side combo he was having with Astrid, but I was like, what the fuck? Kevin. Kind of breakfast that's is this? too much food. That is too much. Eight egg omelet? Yeah, that's crazy. And bacon and chicken? That's mad protein for no reason. Right. How much exercising are you doing on that beach to where you need that much that protein much in one meal? Oof. God, I mean, guys be eating some weird shit, like big they do. ass. Especially meals. like built up ones built like ones, him. Yeah. But that was, that just struck me. I was like, I have to write this down. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> built guys, email us. Yeah. What is this? What do you guys eat for is breakfast? There... Would you eat that? Oh, God. <laughs> I, I can eat two eggs. After two, I feel disgusting. It's just like, uh, yeah, two eggs and bacon and like a piece of toast, and I'm like, ooh, I'm good till two o'clock. Good to go. Like, <laughs> eight? I can't imagine an eight, how big an eight egg omelet is. Jesus. Right? Anyways, suddenly Chris Harrison arrives. He gathers everybody around and announces that, you know, no one else will be arriving to paradise. Finally. <laughs> and then shocks everyone by saying, tomorrow is the last day. <laughs> like, everyone's like, what the fuck? Yeah. And that tonight is the Fantasy Suites night. Mm-hmm. But Fantasy Suites are only for serious couples. So if you're, you and whoever your match is, if it's just a little summer fling and you, it's not a real thing, then time for y'all to kick rocks, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and so, you know, the guys and the girls, they all kind of gather with each other and kind of hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals. You can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social Mm. media just the over-accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real, and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy 
has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 2BG1R. Like strategizing or not strategizing, but like talking through like what they think is going to go down. Mm-hmm. John pulls Olivia and says like, you know, truth is really like you. He said that she's a breath of fresh air in his life. That was a nice mm-hmm. little compliment. Um, but, you know, he admits he's feeling a lot of pressure from the fantasy suites. Don't think that they're there yet, but they definitely want to, mm-hmm. he definitely wants to keep hanging out with her. And Olivia pretty much agrees, and they just skip off into the sunset. <laughs> yep, and just some nice melanin blasian love. Mm-hmm. Nice little POC couple. Loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Skipped into the sunset. And again, just agreed we'll keep dating after the show. Mm-hmm. No life or death here, guys. Right. No engagements, no, engagement. no plans of marriage, none of that. Nope. This has been fun. Let's continue the fun in the real world, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they left. And then uh, just after that, just all the other play-play couples broke up one by one. Yeah, so, right. Cassandra and Kiwi Jordan, Rob and Shoshana, Robbie and Shoshana broke up, Robbie his fake ass. You know, if you ever come to Utah, I'll take you on a date. Oh my god. It's just no. It reminded me of like when you go out, if you're like walking on the street and you like bump into somebody from middle school and you both are like, oh my god, we should totally hang out. We'd love to hang out. <laughs> We'd love to hang out. And then like nobody exchanges numbers and nobody hears from each right. other again. Like, just, it's okay to be like, it's been good to see you and just go your separate ways. And then that's it. Yeah. yeah good luck with everything. Right. Bye. Bye. So yeah, Robbie and Shoshana, that was a done deal. Meanwhile, Annalise talking with the girls about how excited she is for this fantasy suites, mm. how her and Camille have talked about the future. Did you notice during this this little scene here, Astrid and Jenna, both of their faces look hella dubious. <laughs> like, no, I didn't see. Yes, the both of them are... Everyone else besides Annalise recognized that Camille was not into her. Yeah. Even the people on the island. Like, we can't even say it was just editing. Like, we for sure, back home, see this shit. But yeah. just the look on Jenna and Astrid's face, they look like, oh my god, Annalise, girl. I can't believe the things that he was saying really did sound like a script. It sounded like somebody handed, a producer handed a it to him and was on. like, memorize this. Yes, like he had an earpiece yeah. in his ear and an intern is yep. like feeding him the lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds so scripted. Ugh. It's like a robot every time he talks, like a robot yep. reading a script. Mm-hmm. Um, no one is buying this relationship, Annalise. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Meanwhile, Camille is with the boys, and he's saying, you know, Annalise is great, but I don't know. Yeah. Very different pages. <coughs> so Annalise and Camille have a conversation. Annalise just fully all in you know i feel we should definitely take the day card for the fantasy suites i'm so excited by this so happy to be your girlfriend um you know singing his praises 
mm-hmm. Camille, you know, I'm looking for a woman like you in my life, you know, and I would like to go to the fantasy suites with you. Oh my God. The, his tone, he could have gone either way, I feel like. Yeah, yep. If she said, you know what, I'm not ready for this, I want to go back to San Fran and see what's up, he'd be like, okay, I'll see ya. See you then, yeah. You know, yeah. in a week. I feel like either, like, he could have gone, he, he was just flowing with the wind. She wants to go to the suites? Yep. Sweet, let's go. Like, but there was no genuine, like, this is my woman, like, I'm excited to take right. it to the next level. Like, none of that. He's not into it. No one's buying this. Next, Jordan and Jenna, they're all good. Chris and Crystal, all good. Now, Astrid. Poor Astrid. And she was so sure, too. Yes. She was running down them steps and she asked him. She was like, Oh, so you're going to ask me? Oh, God. Like, she asked in such a confident way and he was over there sweating. (laughs) Sweating. (laughs) And going through it. Like a oh red tomato God. just sweating in the sun. Mm-mm. And so Astrid, so one thing, I love Astrid. I've come to really like her over the course of the season. Yeah, me too. Um, she did say in her confessional, I don't feel like I need to get engaged, but if he asked me, I wouldn't say no. Mm-hmm. Only in the Bachelor world do people say shit like this. Right, yeah. Like, I wouldn't say no. You go into an engagement. Yeah. Half-heartedly. But people think of engagements differently. People what? In Bachelor World. People think of engagements differently. Yeah, totally. In this world, it's like the it's the holy grail and the ultimate prize, mm-hmm. and you're a failure if you don't leave with an engagement kind of thing. And an engagement is not necessarily a lead to marriage. It's just a lead to like the next step. Yeah. That's how it's used in this world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, let's continue dating the real world. Oh, but I have to give you a ring and get on down yeah. on one knee and propose for us to, like, solidify that. Right. Very odd. So, so anyways, Astrid and Kevin, they're on the date beds. Kevin is just looking a mess. <laughs> like, he's been tossing and turning. He hasn't slept in days. Like, he looks awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, I'm having a bad day. I'm having an actual mental breakdown, actually. <laughs> and Astrid's like, um, okay, talk to me. What's going on? <laughs> like, now she's, like, terrified because she yeah. came down all hunky-dory. So he starts off by saying, I feel like we're miles ahead of everybody upstairs. But the potential of picking out a ring after fantasy suites is just a lot. And it's just weighing mm-hmm. on me. So we have to remember, Kevin's been here before, yeah. twice, and clearly he's been crippled by both experiences. Yeah. <laughs> he got down on one knee and proposed to homegirl, somebody on Bachelorette Canada, and mm-hmm. he had a full-on relationship with Ashley I on Winter Games, yes. and the whole thing in the fantasy suites, and then mm-hmm. she cheated on him, and then last week got engaged in front of him. So <laughs> <laughs> the poor guy is really going through it. He looks like somebody who was triggered. Yes, very triggered. Super triggered and looked like a deer in headlights. Like he just yeah. doesn't know what the hell to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he says, just fantasy suite just means a lot to him. Like that it just represents a lot to him. Yeah. And he said, like, you know, I went to fantasy suites with Ashley and it was a regretful decision. Like he regret. Ooh, ooh that was terrible. <laughs> Yeah. He regrets doing that because I feel like it took their relationship to the next level. We kind of talked mm-hmm. about this last mm-hmm. week. And um, 
and then their relationship crashed and burned, and so mm-hmm. he's just scarred, essentially, from fantasy suites in general. Um, and then, like, suddenly all these doubts about Astrid are just, like, coming to the surface. <laughs> oh, my God. And Astrid was like, wait, what? what? <laughs> like, how did that not come up in your 12-month play and review that you guys made? Yeah! <laughs> exactly. And so he says, you know, there are things that I've masked, you know, personality-wise, we're perfect, but lifestyle-wise, I don't know. I was like, what is he talking what about? What does that mean? Because where's Astrid from? I don't know where... He, so he lives in Canada. I'm not sure where she's from. Yeah. I don't know where she's from either. I can't remember. Yeah. But I was like, is this, is does like Astrid not want to have kids? Right. Is this like a, a drastic like right. deal breaker type shit? Or is this like she doesn't like the snow? Right. Because you said <laughs> lifestyle doesn't match. So what is that? That's like a yeah, what does fundamental that mean, lifestyle. Thing. Yeah, he didn't really explain. So I don't really know. Um, and then he said, you know, I'm at 80% and there's just things in the pit of my stomach. So this is news to Astrid because he was literally mm-hmm. yesterday telling her how much he loved her, full on mm-hmm. saying, I love you. You're the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Like all of these things, you're so special, this, that, and the third. So she's totally caught off guard. She literally says, what the actual fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you breaking up with me? Just so caught off guard. Yeah. Um, and then Kevin, he just says, you know, my heart just isn't fully in it. And poor Ash, I felt for her. Oh, the, oh my God. I felt for Horribly. her. The tears started. And mm-hmm. she just said, the one thing I asked for you to do was not to blindside yeah. me. It's the one thing I asked. And this is exactly what you're doing to me right now. Yep. And she said, oh, I ask you every day where, you, where you're at and how you feel. And... Now suddenly all these doubts and all this bullshit's coming to the surface. Like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. And he just says, like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. When I look at you, I love you. I don't know. And she's like, if I, I'm giving you everything I got. If I'm not enough, then I don't know what to do. And she pretty much just gets up and leaves, like, in that and moment. books it. Books yep. it out of there. Kevin's a wreck. He literally screamed after her, don't leave me like this. It was so oh. dramatic. <laughs> sad but like hilarious at the same time yeah no that's funny <laughs> don't leave me like this so he's a wreck on the day bed he's been mm-hmm. a wreck i feel like he's been a wreck since his breakup with ashley i know i feel like that too i don't think he's fully healed from that he, i mean he's been in therapy he's been working through it but i don't mm-hmm. think he was fully healed to the point that he should be he should have been at paradise looking for love that's it. I, I think he would be fine, fully healed in the real world. But mm-hmm. I think with all this like fantasy suites and then Ashley getting engaged in front of his two eyes <laughs> and then he had to like with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Like that's a lot when you've been going to therapy twice a week already. That's a lot. And it's easy, as we've seen with many of the people here, to get caught up in the whole bachelor yeah. hoopla Colton was running around the beach with Tia talking about she's the one. And then one day he woke up and was like, fuck, what am I doing? <laughs> Eric did the same thing. Yeah. They all just get kind of caught up in this in this world, I guess. And then it hits mm-hmm. them one day like, oh, shit, I'm actually not ready for a relationship. <laughs> and this girl's talking engagement and babies. I need to get the fuck out of yeah. here. <laughs> so I think that was basically another example of that. And someone mm-hmm. who had no business being on the show because they weren't fully healed from whatever past shit they'd gone through. Yeah. So they, yeah, Ashton and Kevin break up, <laughs> which was mm-hmm. so sad. 
That was horrible. Horrible. No one saw that coming. No. People, I think they, I think Crystal or somebody said earlier that she predicted that he would propose to her. Propose. So even people yeah. on the island were like totally caught off guard. And yeah, Astrid booked it out of there. She gave quick goodbye hugs and was just like, I'm not even yeah. talking to nobody and just yep. got the fuck out of there. Um, and she said that yeah, she's in her suburban, like crying and shit. Like, I don't get how you can say one thing and do another. Mm-hmm. And this is quintessential. You know, what we've been saying on the podcast, that words don't mean shit. Yeah. Action is everything. Mm-hmm. And so, Kevin, love Kevin, you know, appreciate him, understand he's going through some shit, even though I didn't really appreciate this, but <laughs> <laughs> still, um, he could, you can say all the words in the world, and that still is not going to be, not going to trump action. Right. And so, yeah, Astrid got... She got a rude awakening, a full taste of that. Um, and, yeah, everyone now on the island is freaking the fuck out. <laughs> As they should be, because they were definitely a solid couple who... Yeah. They seem to connect on a different level mm-hmm. than everybody else did. Mm-hmm. Kevin flat out said it. He was like, we're miles away, or miles ahead yeah. of everybody upstairs. But still, if it's not 100% there, or the person within themselves is not fully functioning like mentally mm-hmm. emotionally then it's it's not gonna work no matter what so chris harrison comes back and we've gone from seven couples to three <laughs> like <laughs> he literally did his little announcement about fantasy suites and then just everyone dropped like flies so we're left with chris and crystal jenna and jordan and annalise and camille um and so they all leave for their fantasy suite overnight dates Chris and Crystal, they were bonding over their, like, childhoods. They didn't really go too much into detail on this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember. Yeah, they, and he was just like, oh, you just changed all your adversity into a positive trait about yourself. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And I was like, I I have no interest in those two. Sorry. Yeah, I, me neither. Not until like until the very end. I was like, okay, y'all are cute, but yeah, yeah. During the actual episode, yeah. So they bond over. I guess they've had kind of troubled paths or family mm-hmm. dynamics. Mm-hmm. Um, and Crystal just talks about how she's you know scared of an engagement and letting her guards yeah. down. And Chris just reassure, reassures her, and they kiss, and it's all happy. Camille and Annalise. Mm. <laughs> It's like my favorite couple because it's just a mess. <laughs> it's so obvious to so everybody watching that like obvious. he is not that into he you. Not that into you. Oh he is not God. into you. Not even that into yeah. you. He is not into you. So and she is just on another planet. They're just leagues away. So Annalise says, you know, we have such a good thing. I don't want to scare him away. That that was her first. That was hysterical. <laughs> Twitter blew up with that uh, one. We were like, girl. 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 <laughs> first of all, where he going to run? Secondly, what do you mean scare him away? You're already talking about getting engaged to this man, and you haven't... When did he come in? Like week four? Yeah, yeah I don't remember. He was, yeah, not that long ago. He was a late mm-hmm. one, and sure you came in week six. This is week six now. Ugh, mm-hmm. I can't. Mm-hmm. So she says, you know, I've heard before that I'm the type of girl that, you know, someone can see themselves with, but I'm not the girl, mm-hmm. you know, and she's kind of heard that before. And so Camille breaks off into this long scripted monologue 
and says to her, you know, you're not the type of girl, you are the girl, and you have everything I'm looking for, my heart is racing, I feel like I'm falling in love with you. I didn't buy not one second of Nothing. this. There wasn't a morsel of sincerity in this. No. And I just mm-hmm. don't understand how Annalise could just eat this up. She's so giving of herself. Yeah, listening to him, I'm just, like, not buying any of it, and also just wondering when this is going to crash and burn, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Didn't know if it was going to be, like, on the show or on the reunion. Like, I knew it was yeah. going to happen at some point in time. Mm-hmm. Jenna and Jordan. Jordan says, you know, I'm in love with you. We've got a big decision tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You know, if this happens, just know I'll always be by your side. <sighs> I just can't even. The two of them getting, <laughs> the idea of the two of them getting engaged in paradise just sounds like a, ridiculous. Yeah, because they're such superficial people mm-hmm. that it just seemed, I, I don't know what kind of value they place in engagement, but he said that he only wants to be engaged once. Yeah, he seems to place a lot of value in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Jordan's one big gimmick. Jenna, we learn, is, has dubious intentions. But even yeah. her, she's she's flopping all over the island. She's yeah. She's she didn't even really say no to Robbie. No, exactly. <laughs> she almost like <laughs> half entertained Robbie, yeah. and just seems to be so much of like a free spirit, and still in kind of like that. You know, I'm free. I'm me. I'm all over the place. Yeah, kind like of. single party mode. Yeah. yeah. So to settle down, get engaged, that, that doesn't even seem like it makes sense. Um, and she says, you know, I've been praying for someone like you. God brought you into my life. I'm like, girl, God, leave God out of this, please. Leave God out of this. <laughs> Jesus did not ask for this. Did not oh ordain God, this. Oh, my God, he is busy with Astrid and uh, <laughs> right. Kevin. Exactly. Oh, my so Lord. Don't even, don't even do all this. Um, and then, yeah, then they just kind of show all the couples getting down and dirty and about to mm-hmm. knock boots in them fantasy suites. <laughs> knock boots. <laughs> and the episode cuts out. So, part two... We got a studio audience, mm-hmm. and um, you know we return to the episode. We see Annalise and Camille waking up in bed. Annalise is on cloud nine, so excited to Loving think he it. might get down on one knee today. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! I mean, how is someone so unaware? I'm sorry, <laughs> I just can't. You know what it is? You know what kind of revelation I had as we were recapping? Mm-hmm. And I'll get to this later as their breakup comes in 58 minutes. <laughs> they, she places more value in engagement mm-hmm. than she does their relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And until she doesn't make that distinction and just takes relationships as they are and if he's the one if then he's the one if he's not then break up with him Mm -hmm. she's gonna keep falling into this pattern yeah she's she's yeah she's attached to the idea of an engagement it's less about the person it's more i just need to get engaged engaged yeah yeah she's at that level of desperation (laughs) like yes that she's so blinded by that concept because this Mm -hmm. is nuts like (laughs) <laughs> it's so obvious that you are in a different world from him. Like, she's not even yeah. picking... The fact that she's saying in confessionals that, like, I can't wait till he gets down on one on one knee, she's not even recognizing that he's so clearly not there yet. <laughs> like, she still went down onto the beach right. for her final moment and was expecting him to get down on one... Like, that is wild. Yeah. <sighs> so, uh, 
Annalise, so yeah, they have the whole final beach setup. Camille's down mm-hmm. on the beach. They're going to do their final kind of like chat to each other or, or proposal, whatever it is. Um, and he's taking his confessional that he don't know what he's about to do. So <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely not set on an engagement. That's for damn sure. No. So Annalise meets him down on the beach. Did you catch that she said to him, you look so handsome. And he said, thank you. No, but see, he be doing that. He that sixty forty nigga. Oh, see, there you go. He be doing that shit because yeah. he did that on the reunion again. He did it again. Mm-hmm. I'll point it out later. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. all about him, him, him. Can't even give her a little compliment. Yep. Jesus. So Annalise gives her whole little speech. I've fallen in love with your soul. That is a goddamn lie. You do not know this man's <laughs> soul. You've been there for a week. Stop. When I look at you, I feel safe and I feel trust. I want to spend the rest of my life waking up to you. I love you. Mm. Then Camille, you know, I realized that when I was falling in love with you, when you know, the first time I met you, which is a load of shit, Camille. Stop. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love you and I want to have a future together. Um, then, you know, I know you're ready for an engagement. But right now, I am not. Mm-hmm. And Annalise looked very disappointed. Yeah, but she did. Try to play it off and said, you know, I agree. Totally agree. God, I don't like Camille. <laughs> like, I don't like Camille. I don't, I'm not really a fan of Annalise either. Yeah, she's she needs help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she needs help. I just feel like she really enabled this man who should have went home two weeks ago yes, to stay, she, which is annoying. Yeah, like enabled her own heartbreak, which makes us feel less yeah. sympathy for her because we're both like, right. or not even we're both, all of America is like, <laughs> girl, it is in your face. How yeah. are you so unaware, unself-aware? Like, I can't. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they, I guess, leave together, but not engagement, which is what she wanted, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Next up is Jenna and Jordan. So Jordan, you know, he's saying, I feel very lucky to have Jenna in my life. She's changed my life. Um, And, you know, Jenna wants to get engaged here, and it's going to be hard for me not to give her that. That's what he's saying. Mm -hmm. So Jenna, she she goes down. She's already freaking out. You know, she's all nervous and shit. And (laughs) she says, this is some acting, man, to to find out later that... She right? not even that she nigga. made this all up. <laughs> this is some full-on acting that she was doing. Mm-hmm. All of this. So she says, "You know, you've made me feel alive again. You're the one person who's inspired me to open my heart. I love you so much. I'm ready to spend the rest of my life with you, Jordan. You taught me to believe in love at first sight. I'm the lucky one. Can't wait to start a family with you." And he kisses her and gets down on one knee and proposes. Just wild. (laughs) They hug, they kiss. Jenna says to the camera, I got exactly what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And Jordan said, you know, she's the one. This is the one. This is crazy. (laughs) 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 They just throw and get I'm just even like, so I'm trying to get into the mindset of Jenna, who we've now learned mm-hmm. is a fraud. A yeah. And yeah. all of this is fake. Don't you want, like, why would you want to taint 
this experience. Like I, I only want to have one man get down on one knee in front of me and do, I want me want to do this once too. Right. Yeah. But in her head, yeah. she just kind of throws it away. Like whatever, like I'll have this little no. fake thing, try to make some money. And then, you know, later on in That's my life, it. It, like it, what? It's just the greed. It's the greed. And then also laziness. Like if you can't, cause you know, Crystal on her little Instagram coach, Crystal, mm-hmm. she'd be out here doing her little, little, uh, fitness stories every morning mm-hmm. and programs and all types of stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't see Jenna doing any of that, mm-hmm. any of that like strategic marketing mm-hmm. that Crystal is doing. Um, so she just also doesn't want to do the work. Mm-hmm. This is much easier. Like making these big declarative statements that you literally plucked from the notebook mm-hmm. is a <laughs> lot easier than like creating a whole strategy plan for your fitness line mm-hmm. that like Crystal does. Yeah. She's just going to ride, you know, I'm a bachelor in paradise couple and, yep. and they, I mean, Jaden Tanner, Carly Evan, they make bank off of this uh, shit. Just being together and posting mm-hmm. shit together, they make bank. So I guess that was her plan. But Mm -hmm. geez, to do all that and all of it be fake and who wants to have a memory of a man getting down on one knee and you saying (laughs) yes and then it's none of it is real. This is crazy. And it's not just a memory. It's on camera. camera. Just in case you want to watch again. (laughs) Oh, God. And so they hug and kiss and they're an engaged Bachelor in Paradise couple. Mm -hmm. Last up, Chris and Crystal. Now, Chris, he says something very smart in common sense. You know, mm-hmm. I have some doubts being committed to someone who I haven't even introduced to my family yet. <laughs> makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it's a fine doubt to have. Um, meanwhile, Crystal, she's, you know, freaking out, wondering whether all of this is too good to be true. Um, so they meet up on the beach and Chris speaks first this time. Um, or like the man speaks first mm-hmm. and he's, you know, hasn't been smooth sailing. To be honest, there was a moment I wanted to give up a few weeks ago, but you've helped me become a better version of myself. Um, and then he says, you know, I have to be honest with myself and be honest with you. And I'm so sorry, but it would be unfair to both of us if I left your, if I left here holding your hand. Because I want to leave here holding your heart. <laughs> oh my God! But he lives for the drama. He lives, he lives for that like suspense yes. and all that. All the long build up. Mm-hmm. Poor Crystal, she was her heart was about oh to crash. My, yeah. <laughs> and then he gets down on one knee and proposes, which is also lunacy, but fine. <laughs> Pure lunacy, but they look a little bit more genuine to me. So I'm like, yes, all right, at least yeah. there's some genuine, real ass feelings here. I think. <laughs> and so she's, you know, excited, jump for joy, screaming, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, then he FaceTimes his mom. I think it was his mom. Oh, was like I got engaged, and the mom is like, "Is that Crystal?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So fun. The mom is meeting his fiance for the first time on FaceTime. On FaceTime. And all she knows about Crystal is like she's the villain from last year. So she's like, right. what? I have so much to learn about this woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So that was the show. And mm-hmm. then we go into the live reunion, um, so to speak. So everyone, almost everyone in the cast is there. Yeah. A lot of people were there. A lot of people were there. Um, they go around and introduce everybody one by one. Leo, surprise, surprise, got booze. Booze. Straight booze. 
Um, I don't know why he was there. They didn't even do anything with him. Like nothing. There were so many people there, and no, no content. No content. For most of those people. None of them said a word. Would have loved, yeah. fully appreciated a hot seat moment with Leo and Kendall, and just have oh, yes her roast the shit out of him, or just and not even. Don't even put Kendall on the seat. Just have him send the hot seat and then let Bibiana roast the shit out of him from her seat. <laughs> <laughs> let Tia She's good roast for that. The, you know, Tia can do a little roast too. Ooh, let her Tia, roast the yeah, shit out Tia of him can do it too. And just mm-hmm. let him have it and then let him go. But mm-hmm. we didn't get that moment. Um, so, anyways, we get a whole recap of the season. You know, Venmo John kissing everybody. Erica, er, I keep saying Erica. Eric. <laughs> Eric and his craziness with Angela. The whole Tia mm-hmm. and Colton mess. The Jordan and David mess, the Benoit, Jenna, and Jordan drama, just like all the stuff that happened over the season. So, John and Olivia, we get a little recap, or not recap, mm-hmm. we get a little status update, what's going on with them. Yeah. So, Olivia, she says, you know, we FaceTimed a lot, we spent a weekend together, he told me a few, but he told me a few weeks ago that he wants to just be friends, and that the long distance... He's in San Francisco. I don't remember, where did they say she's from or where she's at? Chicago. Right. So that long distance, just he said it wasn't for him and he wanted to be friends. Yeah. Um, and then John said, yeah, he's like, I've never been in a long distance relationship and our lifestyles just don't seem to mesh. And so it is what it mm-hmm. is kind of thing. And then Olivia, she came, she came for him. Came for his neck. Came for his neck. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> And was basically saying, well, you know, I'm really confused because, you know, you're over here kind of publicizing your relationships with other people. And Mm -hmm. apparently I missed this, but apparently John like FaceTimes with Chelsea and posted a picture about it or something. I don't really know what she was implying here. Um, But, you know, that could have been us FaceTiming. Like, what's that all about? And the camera just goes to John, and it's just silence. Like, he had nothing to yeah. say. <laughs> He's like, merp, merp, nothing to say. Or, I don't know, didn't come up with his explanation, or no. didn't feel like going, doing this on camera. Back and forth. Yeah. yeah. This this is where I saw, I was like, this is what he means by lifestyles are different. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because she comes with that young shit. She seems very immature to me. Mm. She's young, yeah. Not even immature, but she just seems young. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, okay, she's like 23, 24. I know people who are 23, 24 who act just like that. Mm-hmm. And he's 28? Yeah, something like that. 29, something like that. Like, And has had some real solid work experience, at the very least. Mm-hmm. Dating, I'm not sure, but work experience. Um, so he's probably just over this. Yeah, he's like, I'm not doing this <laughs> on national television. <laughs> on this ca- like on the state like, yeah they're not doing this um so yeah and that was a little tea there eric and angela so eric mm. still come with his story yeah he said he you know i put in so much effort into our relationship but it just never moved beyond a friendship which is just pure that is so ridiculous it's <laughs> pure yeah. bullshit um angela said you can't say you don't know where i stood you keep trying to downplay what we had that it was just a Mm -hmm. friendship like stop stop the madness stop with this narrative it's not working everyone saw that you were telling me all these things i was saying all these things to you like we were more than this and rub it up on me on the beach like you weren't doing that with any of your other friends exactly and so his explanation is that 
he's again trying to put it on her you know your walls were up mm-hmm. you know i didn't know how to break down the walls i should have came to you sooner and express my doubts whatever i'm sorry mm-hmm. and they kind of wrap it up she accepts his apology and She's moved she on. accepted yeah exactly that's yeah. how she accepted it like i'm getting new dick so it's fine <laughs> i got my new man clay who's treating yeah. me like a queen and so right i'm good with you boo and that's it benoit and jordan oh my god <laughs> i forgot this was even like a thing i know i just i moved straight to get the other segment anyway yeah so they kind of just rehash their st- stuff Jordan always had, like, a big issue with Benoit. Benoit's like, I never forced Jenna to go on a date with me. So you need to right. go talk to your homegirl. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it. And Jordan just came with the low blows constantly. Yeah. He's, like, he's literally, like, an 11-year-old who just, like, mm-hmm. is, you know, picking on people on the playground and just says all the little stupid... He just talks fast and says all these, like, stupid insults and <laughs> <laughs> just, like, gets it all out there and always low blows um he said to i think benoit said to him like i don't compare women to snacks because yeah, jordan snacks are meals mm-hmm. yes he jordan had that, that whole thing where he had that you know talking about the women on yeah. the island and then jordan's like well you don't even have a woman you know why don't we bring out claire oh so my God. unnecessary yeah such a low blow everybody everybody we're all still healing from benoit and claire oh, <laughs> breaking up so that because that was devastating that was devastating nobody needed this nobody you know mm-hmm. it was just a sign of jordan being just an immature little boy basically mm-hmm. and benoit you know quickly came to claire's defense and was like she's a fantastic woman don't you dare bring her name up like yeah do this t and colton totally tuned out that whole part <laughs> oh because they didn't say shit okay it was like how are you and tia was like you know it's fine we just weren't on the same page and then that was it sweet nice yeah listen they listened to bachelor nation we didn't need any more of it right i thought they were gonna put him in the hot seat and i was like i so did i not doing this so that was that okay first in the hot seat is astrid Mm mm-hmm so she's you know she said she's replayed everything in her head of what went down and she's still very confused um she you know updates their status she said that he reached out to her um after the show they're just kind of in like a limbo moment right now um Mm -hmm. because their trust was broken and so she's like i don't even know what to do with this kevin comes out and gives his explanation and he said you know, kind of what we said earlier, that the term fantasy suite just is scarring to him. <laughs> like, yeah. It brought up just a whole bunch of emotions. Uh, he brought up again how he totally regretted his fantasy suite with Ashley. I think that experience, like, scarred him. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, that just, he was just real shook, shooken up by all the fantasy suite idea. Um, but moving forward, he feels positive. He wants to see where things go with Astrid. Um, and Astrid, she looked a little confused because she's like, what's the difference between then and now? Like, what's mm-hmm. changed? And Kevin, appreciate Kevin. So I know Kevin is a real man who does work on himself. On himself. Yes. Yep. Went home. He said he went home, spoke with his family, got back to therapy. Yes. Realized that the issues were his issues, that this mm-hmm. was his fault. He kind of mm-hmm. placed some blame on Astrid 
But really, this had nothing yeah. to do with Astrid. This was his own mm-hmm. funk and mess that he had to just figure out. Um, and he then kind of just sang her praises. You know, he's madly in love with her. She has all these amazing qualities that people don't even know about. Um, and then Astrid agrees that she's in love with him, too. Yeah. And they, I guess, get back together. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, they're back they're together. Back together. I mean, I saw them on Instagram and stuff. They were together and buying those LaCroix sodas okay. so they're together they're like doing regular couple shit oh so that's i know i'm glad love them it was like sad devastating to see their breakup but yeah so nice to see full circle love that kevin is just a mature human being who recognizes oh. his flaws owns yes. his shit didn't try to put no blame on astrid or say well she mm-hmm. should have opened up or she everybody else was set doing that kind of yeah tactic yeah he was like, this had nothing to do with her. I'm a fucking mess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I went home, <laughs> did some work. My therapist taught me some tools, and now I'm back, mm-hmm. and I love this woman, and I'm trying to make it work. And I totally appreciate that. And that's that. exactly what she wanted. She said mm-hmm. she wanted him to just take responsibility, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what he did. Yeah, and I think that's why she was able to just, like, take him back and be like, okay, yeah. and move forward from yeah. there. Yeah. Um, next up, Kendall and Joe. Mm. so we you know had to watch their whole tragic breakup again kendall she's sitting in the hot seat she's crying you know (laughs) (laughs) saying she's looking back at the footage she just sees somebody who's really terrified Mm -hmm. um and how she just kind of let fear take over um and she said that right after he walked away she knew instantly that she had made a mistake yeah and then even worse is that she didn't like chase after him she said that was also one of her biggest regrets um mm-hmm. that she literally just let him leave <laughs> yeah right yeah you know? um and so she says soon after getting back home her plane landed and she sounds like she went straight to chicago like yeah landed. she just called up them producers mm-hmm. and was like i'm coming to chicago right y'all got cameras let's go y'all gonna fly me out there like what's happening yep mm-hmm. um so she landed at lex went straight to chicago and they had the footage, which I love. Yes, they do. <laughs> I love the shit. And so we see Kendall in Chicago. She's sitting on a couch with Joe and says to him, like, you know, I kept saying to you that I need you to open up and, you know, talk more. And really, I was just projecting my own insecurities on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and says, you know, I am in love with you. And Joe, he's sitting on the couch. He's kind of receiving all of this. You can mm-hmm. tell he just, like, feels uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> and he says to her, like, there's a part of me that loves you, but I've been shutting out a lot of that. Like, trying to mm-hmm. shut that side of me down. Um, and, like, I don't know if I can get back to that. And, you know, he's he's been trying to, like, heal himself. He's thinking they're broken up and he's trying to move yeah, on. Yeah, because he thought it was thought done. It was done. Yeah. Thought it was done. And so he's like, I, this is weird. Like, I, I need to be able to trust you again. And I don't even really know mm-hmm. where my head's at. So we're back in the live audience. Joe comes out. And, you know, he said, you know, I was really excited to leave paradise with her. And mm-hmm. then it kind of just, like, dissolved. Um, but admitted that in Chicago, they went for dinner then afterwards he went to LA a couple times and <laughs> you know he loves her they kiss and it's very evident that they're a couple yeah um and same thing sings all her praises love waking up to her next you know every morning and you know happy that they're you know in love and all that stuff 
Um, but there is a distance between them because he's in Chicago, she's in mm-hmm. LA. And suddenly, Chris Harrison comes with this announcement saying, Well, you know, I have a way for the two of you to be in the same city at the same time. Mm-hmm. Joe, we'd like to offer you a spot on Dancing with the Motherfucking Stars. <laughs> you know my whole body just tingled. <laughs> you love Dancing I don't watch Dancing with the Stars. You watch it, though. It's such my guilty pleasure. <laughs> oh, my God. There was a time where I was, like, really voting on Dancing with the Stars. I you loved it. You were calling it. in, texting oh, in your girl, on multiple phones. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's hilarious. So Joe is gonna be on Dancing with the Smart Stars, getting that. I am that gonna check. be watching. Yeah, that money. That money. Sh money. Yeah. Okay, on Dancing with the Stars. That's a for real check. Yeah. And his his influence or whatever the fuck is only gonna keep growing after that because now he's yeah. gonna be exposed to non bachelor people, and yep. non bachelor yep. people are gonna see that smile and be like, "Who is that guy? Amazing." Yep. And he's gonna be. <laughs> swimming in instagram followers and mm-hmm. promoting all kinds of bullshit in no time <laughs> maybe he still doesn't know how to use instagram so we'll see <laughs> i know he's gonna have money and fame though and he's gonna have an intern and somebody like yeah doing that yeah. shit for well, him. an intern or just kendall or kendall she's she's figured <laughs> out that Insta- her instagram is you know all glittery and nice so yeah yeah probably got his girl so so yeah they're a couple and We'll see more of Joe, Never which is exciting. No, we're not done very. with the grocery store Joe. That's very exciting. Yep. Um, okay, next in the hot seat, Annalise. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Y'all ready for it to crash and burn? Because here it comes. Ooh. So they recap her whole journey. And, you know, Chris Harrison asks her, you know, what's going on with you and Camille? Like, how is it? You know, well, long distance is hard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think an engagement is a long way from now, but we're in a good spot. We're in a good spot. Mm. You immediately know they in no spot. Not That's a good the thing. one, not a spot. And after they broke up, hearing her really tell her truth when she's like crying and screaming, I'm like, girl, you're just sitting up there lying. Lies! <laughs> <laughs> We're in a good spot. What a lie. The truth came out so fast. Like, yep. So, like receipts. Receipts so fast. So oh Camille comes out. She's all smiling, excited, hug, kiss, all that shit. So we, Chris Harrison asked for Camille's, you know, side. He said, she met my family. You know, we've tried it out in the real world. But I think it's best that we part ways. <laughs> And she's looking at him like, nigga, what? (laughs) Say what now? (laughs) And so he says, you know, I had so much fun in paradise, but we lost that spark in the real world. You know, I don't want to string you along. Like, we have something special. I think we should slowly just go our separate ways. Mm, mm Oh, my God. So Annalise, she's like, what? You know, we just booked that Airbnb to spend the week Receipts. The receipts are coming. Receipt number one. You just booked that Airbnb for us for a week last week at 8.32 p.m. Uh I saw it. The email come through. Exactly. So they had plans for the future. And then she kind of outs herself and she's like, you know, yeah, you've been, you've shut down after New York. Yeah. I'm like, here we, here comes the truth. She's sitting yep. here talking about everything's all hunky dory when they had a full on trip to New York and that shit went south since then. Mm-hmm. So, 
So she pretty much stormed off the stage and was backstage just like hyperventilating. <laughs> Camille's still on the stage and he's just trying to further explain himself, just digging a deeper hole. You know, he's in New York, she's in San Francisco. You know, we gave it a shot, but I just don't want to string this along anymore. Annalise comes back on stage with a vengeance now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with a pointing index finger. Uh-huh. And yeah. says to him, I, I think she said, I tried to break up with you a few weeks ago. She did. She did. She said, I tried to break up with you two weeks ago. And you said that you were going to put in more effort. I said that I was putting in 90% and you were putting in 10. Ooh. And you promised you would do more. I booked your flight. <laughs> I mean, she came with the receipts. <laughs> I said, girl, why didn't you leave this man a month ago? Right. What, what are you doing? You're just exposing. Not only are you exposing him, which is like, okay, everybody is <laughs> Tia. Tia was like, yes, bitch, yes, drag him. I love that. But <laughs> she's like under her breath, yes, bitch, yes, bitch. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and as much as we love to see that, like, you standing up for for yourself to him, mm-hmm. it just exposes the fact that you have let this man mm-hmm. slide so many times. She did nothing but expose her damn self. Herself. <laughs> That's herself. all she did. She said, I bought oh your mother God. flowers. I booked your flight to New York. Yep. Girl, everybody's sitting there like, damn, girl, you did all Le- that. <laughs> for this man who I could have told you last week wasn't into you. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so she's just devastated. She's like, I can't believe you're doing yeah. this right now and in this mm-hmm. way. Which, fair enough. Like, why didn't he yeah. do this off camera, like, days ago? Before they booked their Airbnb or whatever the fuck. <laughs> he decided to come on stage on national television, sit on this couch, mm-hmm. and break up with her in front of everybody. Like, oh my god. And so, Chris Harrison essentially kicks him off the stage. Yeah, he ejected him ejected from the him, stage. And the whole crowd just boos him as he walks off backstage. Yeah. It's hilarious. Um, and so, backstage, we get more footage. He's stomping around, just talking to himself. Like, why do I always look mm-hmm. like the jackass? Blah, blah, blah. And then him and Annalise sit and talk again backstage. And she said, like, I never felt like you were trying. Mm-hmm. If he's not trying, he's not into you. Right. And you're long distance. So not trying really means he's ignoring yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's not answering those texts. Your FaceTime nope. call comes in. He clicks X. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what? You can't force someone to try at a relationship. It's either he's going to try yeah. his in or he's not. And I think he yeah. was pretty much showing you through his actions that he was not into you. This is why people say love is a choice. <sighs> yeah. You choose mm-hmm. that shit. Mm-hmm. It is a choice to put in effort and to make that shit work. Yeah. And he was not putting in effort. And that was your cu- that was your clue, Annalise. Like, yeah. I don't know what else to tell you. Um, and yeah, he just, again, just tells her, like, I'm just not there. I'm not into it. This reminded me a lot of Luke for Winter Games. Remember oh, Luke, how he yeah. broke up with that girl? Yes. Ah, mm-hmm. this is very reminiscent. Yeah. The same yep. shit. Strung her along, and then last minute is like, actually, not into it. <laughs> like, um, okay, so you just pretend like all the time we spent together, and you saying all that bull-ass shit <laughs> just, uh, meant nothing? Okay, cool. Um, next in the hot seat is Jordan. Mm-hmm. Jenna comes out looking like a bombshell. I know she looked like very Marilyn Monroe-ish. Marilyn Monroe, almost like she looked like 
this is very specific, but like the Hollywood issue of Vanity Fair, you know, they always, yes, <laughs> yes, you know where they're right? all like the, the post Oscar mm-hmm. or pre Oscar, yeah. I should say, like, and it's always yeah, like a their retro kind of yeah, old Hollywood vibes. vibe to it. So mm-hmm. she was giving me that and a nice bright lip. Um, anyways, you know, Jordan, he's saying the distance has been hard, but they're still making it work. They kind of show them footage of them he's flying to wherever she lives and they're, um, you know, spending time together. They're mm-hmm. like making a vision board or a vision talking board, about yeah. kids and all this shit. Um, and Jenna, you know, they're on the couch, they're engaged. Now, Jordan, this is when I thought that the, I mean, I thought the two of them th- were in cahoots. Really? At this point when Jordan says to Chris Harrison, like, well, I know you officiate weddings and oh yes next year june yes. 9th will you officiate our wedding i'm like here we go yep. they're trying to get that they negotiated a deal uh-huh. and they did that yep. shit strategically on national television yeah so that they can lock it in so that's where i was like oh they in this shit together mm-hmm. um, but then it's reading the reports it sounds like jonah she on her own <laughs> doing this <laughs> and so yeah they kind of orchestrate this whole thing and I guess, you know, we're supposed to feel happy for them, whatever. I guess, but... But even, I mean, even we now know all the shit that's happening with Jordan and Jenna. Yeah. But even at the end of that, I felt, they just look so fake. Yeah. It looks like a make-believe middle, as we said, a middle school, very immature couple. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I, I can't really buy it. I, I definitely believe Jordan is really smitten by her and probably actually is in love with her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely. even still, and wanted to be engaged. Yeah, for sure. but the whole thing still feels like immature. Yeah. Um, Chris and Crystal, they come out all in love. Uh, Crystal look dumb tan. Yeah, she did look, but she always looks like aggressively tan. And she was wearing a white dress, so maybe that's why I was like, yeah, super, yeah, just way too brown. Um, Chris immediately on stage is is emotional. He's crying tears. He's so happy. I thought this was very bizarre. (laughs) Really? I thought this is man. He's overwhelmed with happiness and love and joy. I thought that was crazy. (laughs) Like, why do you, uh, why do you have so many feelings? What? Yeah, it was a lot. (laughs) It was a lot. I was like, oh my God. Even Crystal was looking at him like, so you going to pull this together? (laughs) Yeah. She's like, get a grip. Let's get a grip. (laughs) And yeah, so he's just just singing her praises. He's so thankful for this mm-hmm. incredible woman who's transformed his life. All this stuff. We get footage of Chris flying to San Diego to meet her quote unquote family, and basically mm-hmm. he was meeting her two dogs who were mm-hmm. fucking adorable. So I did love that little segment. So cute. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Um, but then yeah, they're talking about they're moving in together soon. They had. Crystal and Chris's mom, moms, both in the audience. Mm-hmm. They're fucking besties now, and like, <laughs> both of them beaming at seeing their kids in love. It seems real. Yeah. It definitely, it seems real. Yeah, it does. Hundred percent real. It was nice. I thought it was a nice little moment. These were two villains. Crystal yes. was a full on villain. Chris was a full on villain, literally until like last week. <laughs> like, <laughs> And they came to paradise to get their redemption story and they they found love with each other. And like, I honestly can say that like they look happy and I'm, I'm always happy for people who are happy and in love. So. Oh yeah. Definitely. 
And that was the episode. That's Bachelor in Paradise. That was Bachelor in Paradise, guys. Justine, you made it. You made it through your first paradise. Woof. How was it? You just said, woof. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> There's just a lot of emotions. There's a lot of emotions, yeah. Oh, my goodness. A lot of ups and downs. A lot of fuck niggas on this, episode, on this season. A lot. Yeah. A lot. Um, but, yeah, still, still pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, guys, that's Bachelor in Paradise. Next week is our deep dive episode. So we're gonna dig back into Becca, Dusty Becca's mm-hmm. Bachelorette season <laughs> and dissect the shit out of different themes that came up. I wanna tell you guys again, email us your questions for our subsequent mailbag episode with our special yep. male Bachelor Nation guests that we are so <laughs> fucking excited about. Yeah. Um, so please get those questions in. Um, our, you want to say our email? Uh, yeah, and um, email them to the number two black girls, the number one rose at gmail.com. Yep. Rate, review, subscribe. Hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram. Instagram. The number two black girls, the number one rose is our handle. Black is spelt all the way out screenshot us put us in your story tag us share us with the world get some merch guys we got t-shirts and mugs and dope ass canvas bags i got mine coming in the mail can't wait i know i'm so excited it's a lifestyle it's gonna be a whole lifestyle we're starting a lifestyle (laughs) brand (laughs) fab fit fun boxes coming next no (laughs) dita eyewear oh my god And that's it, y'all. We'll we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.